This is my thoughts on Spider-Man Far From Home, directed by John Watts and starring Tom Holland, Samuel Jackson, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, so this film uh, picks up straight after Endgame uh, as Spider-Man must step up to take on the new threats in the world that has now changed forever pretty much uh, after the events of Endgame. And this film, to me, was a bit of a mixed bag. Look, uh, it has great reviews. I can see that. And a lot of people loved it. As a Spider-Man film, it's pretty, pretty fun. I will say that. Um, I'll just get some pros. I get the pros done first, and I'll do the, the bad stuff later for you guys. Uh, firstly, the best part about this film is Tom Holland as Spider-Man. He is so good in this role. He is pretty much perfect in this role. I can't see anyone else playing Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire definitely has the best Spider-Man films. Uh, Sorry, Andrew Garfield. But Tobey Maguire has the best Spider-Man films. Spider-Man 1 and 2, directed by Sam Raimi, were easily the best. Uh, Gritty, dark, just... just, uh, Those Spider-Man films were just so much fun and also very uh, mature. Uh, But Tom Holland is easily, in my opinion, the best Spider-Man we have he fits perfectly in the role. He does his really witty, or not really witty, but just this awkward, shy, nerdy kid to him kind of thing. And I just love that. He does. He just does it so well. Um, I'm all pros for the Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, it is definitely funny. It is pretty goddamn funny. I will say that a lot of the lot of jokes land. Uh, the the whole dynamic with his mate Ned and Zendaya as MJ as well was really really done well. Uh, acting's pretty much on point. Jank Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is he just he just fits the role so well. He did really, really good as that job, as that character. Uh Tom Holland once again, Samuel Jackson's in it as well. And it's just it was just a blast to see all these actors having so much fun in this role. The other thing was actually uh what I found pretty darn surprising and really 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 well done was the CGI in this. There's this sequence where Tom Holland, Spider Man with no spoilers of course, has to get through just has to fight these monsters, these monsters, these elementals that you've seen in the trailer. And like, it, it was just great. It was just so much fun to watch because these, all the animation and all the CGI work was done pretty darn well. And not once did I say, oh, it's like a special effects part. It looked really, really good, really, really well done. And I really enjoyed that too. Uh, the romance between uh, the romance awkward and comedic effect of this whole teenage drama, uh, high school stuff between Peter Parker and MJ was hilarious. I loved it. It was so awkward, almost cringeworthy. You just, you just, you, it's like The Office. You just love it, but you got to hate. Like you hate it and you love it at the same time. And that's what I got out of this film, and I just had so much fun with that. And the other thing was um, the whole dynamic between. Uh, Peter Parker and Tony Stark's death. I thought that was done really, really well. And it really gave Peter Parker a lot more weight to him now that his almost father figure is just gone. Uh, although those are the prawns. What did I say? Prawns. <laughs> those are the pros of the film. Uh, next, we have uh, sadly the cons of the film. Uh, like I said, it was a bit of a mixed bag for me, this film. While I did list a lot of pros, a lot of the, the negatives do weigh it down quite a bit, and I will talk about that a little bit later. Um, I'm going to do this non-spoiler part first, and then later on I'll do a spoiler part so I can get a bit more in-depth with this. Uh, but just overall, because Spider-Man is out in Europe, he's no longer in New York, and I found that really fun. I found that pretty good how they got Spider-Man out of his comfort zone in an area that he's actually never been before in a film. I don't know. He's probably been in the comics. I haven't seen the comics, but he probably has been in the comics as well. Uh, outside. 
uh, of New York. And while it was fun to see him in Europe, I did feel a bit jumpy at times. It was just didn't feel that cohesive it was just even though you were in, in a new area it just didn't feel it was flowing that well uh like pacing it was doing well but just flowing between scenes i didn't feel like it was that uh, uh that momentum wasn't really there compared to uh spider-man homecoming uh the other thing was the finale of the film as well the whole final battle in the act during act three uh while it was it was directed really well and the action scenes, like all the action scenes were brilliant. I will say that even the final action scene was really, really fun to watch and really, really well done. John Watts has definitely gotten better as a director, I will say that, uh, compared to um, Homecoming. It's just that what Spider-Man was doing, I couldn't really get behind it. And that's why I'll get into spoilers later. I'm not going to say what it is, um, I've, even though most people have seen the film by now. I'm just saying that the whole finale, why it was really fun to watch, um, I'll explain that later about how I didn't really get any like emotional weight to it really because it was just this fun battle with no... How do I say it? Fun battle with no real... Uh, uh, like, just it's hard to it's hard to say. God damn it! It was a fun battle, but it was just hard to get behind it because there was nothing really there. And I'll just, I'll talk about it. It's it's hard to explain without spoiling it, but it's just um, uh, I'll talk about it later when I get into spoilers later on. Uh, and the other thing was this is huge, huge exposition scene. From the moment I saw it, I was like, okay. Wow, that's a big dump of exposition, and I'll explain that in spoilers as well because it is the Tony point of the film. Um, yeah, and just if anyone doesn't understand what exposition is, exposition is when uh, a character in the film or like play, whatever, and whatnot, um, pretty much stands there and tells the audience, Hey, this is what you need to know for the film. I'm just going to tell you all now, and then we'll just move on, pretty much. Uh, some films do it really, really well. If you hide the exposition, 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 sorry, in uh, films using like certain characters or weaving, weaving it all in between the dialogue, that works really well. A great example was um, uh, my favorite was um, Back to the Future. Number one, when Doc is telling Marty he needs this nuclear power to power his um, DeLorean for to a certain amount, he's pretty much telling the audience, hey, I need this, this, and this so I can do this. But because he's so witty and so much fun and he says it so short and sharp, it's almost put off as a comedic sort of style and you don't really care about it because it's such a bombastic out of this world sort of uh, uh, th- thing to it, which I found really fun which was like really fun. The thing is with Spider-Man Far From Home, there's this scene where the character legit just stands up, talks to this uh, group of people, and it's just telling everything we need to know in, what, three, four minutes. And it also because of that, because it was so goddamn short, when it got later on, I just didn't care at all. Uh, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on Spider-Man Far From Home. No spoilers. Now I'm going to get into spoilers. Guys, thank you for listening. If you want to cut off now, you can do, but I'm getting to spoilers in three, two, one. So Mysterio, of course, is the bad guy. And I think most people saw that coming. I saw that coming. I haven't seen the comics. I knew he was a villain, I think, but I haven't seen the comics. I didn't know how it's going to play out. And that's also my different perception of this as well. I thought Mysterio actually had uh, powers with his whole... uh, 
uh, what's it called? I actually thought he had powers with um, his illusions uh, in the world, but he actually didn't. He doesn't. It's just Tony Stark's um, sort of creation of the, uh, what does he call it again? Captain America Civil War, BAF, I think he called it. I can't remember what the acronym really really meant, Um, but it was when he uh, could go almost back in time and then look over this uh, scene in his life. Uh, through the perspective of someone else kind of thing. And the people of Jake Gyllenhaal and his team as Mysterio has taken this uh, kind of, yeah, has taken it. Jake Gyllenhaal's team has taken this uh, idea and put it with weapons and just all different types of stuff to make these drones that would project a uh, false image that looks extremely real. And the thing is, is that while that's a cool concept, in the finale, because we've been shown that Jake Gyllenhaal is the bad guy and he wanted these uh, Edith glasses from uh, Tony Stark given to Peter Parker and then Peter gives it to Mysterio thinking he's a good guy, he um, he, he like uses it and all. It's just hard to get behind it all because the finale was just goddamn, like, spider-man versus just a bunch of robots kind of thing and because of that i just didn't like it was a really fun battle to watch like i said before but it, i just didn't give two shits about it because it was just a bunch of robots and yeah like i i kind of wish that there was a bit more to it i wish that he peter had may have like may have uh destroyed all the robots and then it would be like a one-on-one battle between him and mysterio if jake gyllenhaal had some really good fighting skills or something i don't know uh but I was expecting just a little bit more from that finale and also just higher stakes really as well. I didn't really give two shits about whoever died almost, except for, of course, the kids and Peter Parker himself. Um, I also kind of wish Jake Gyllenhaal didn't die at the end as well. I thought he would keep maybe stay on and then just work his way to become a Avenger or he would just become another villain in another Spider-Man film. I don't know. So, yeah, that was my thoughts of the uh, spoiler part of Spider-Man. There was something else I needed to mention as well. I can't remember what it was. Um, I MJ saying that she knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man uh, in the trailer. We all saw that as well. I uh, kind of wish I didn't show it because I didn't expect that. It would have been really like, 10 times funnier if I saw it in cinemas without seeing the trailer. But what do you know? That's that's goddamn Marvel for you. Um, no, yeah, that's my thoughts on Spider-Man Far From Home. Once again, I don't do uh, ratings of uh, any of this. I just These are just my thoughts on it. Pardon me. These are just my thoughts of uh, these films. And uh, yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home to me was a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, It was mostly good though. I did find it more enjoyable than Homecoming, but Homecoming had a better villain in which makes that just like really, really well, was really, really good as well with the Vulture. Um, Yeah, it's just I did find this more enjoyable because Spider-Man was out of New York and he was in more regional places in in, uh, Europe, sorry. But uh, yeah, guys, that's my thoughts on Spider-Man Far From Home, directed by John Watts and starring Tom Holland. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing next for these thoughts. I'm trying to really trying to like pinpoint how I'm going to do all this because I'm just just writing down basic notes on my notepad here and then just saying it all everywhere. And I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm just trying my best <laughs> to get my thoughts out there. So uh, yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I will be back next time with another thought on another film.
Guys, thank you. One more thing I forgot to mention was actually that whole exposition scene that I didn't like that I mentioned before. So when Jake Gyllenhaal is revealed to be uh, the villain Mysterio in in the film after he, after he just got the glasses from uh, Peter Parker, he pretty much stands up on this uh, table and just says to his team who are in the room as well, uh, acting out as different people, he just explains to them like why they're doing this and doing all that. And it's just the biggest exposition scene I've ever heard in my life. And that's while it's normal audiences, people who don't follow films that much, will go, okay, like that was easy to understand. And yeah, that's, that's the point. It's meant to be easy to understand. Just that as a filmmaker, exposition is the laziest thing you can do in filmmaking and that whole scene i was like okay like it was pretty amazing to see these other characters come back from iron man and uh captain america and all these other films that all link up to tony stark and how they dislike him but it was just so fast and because jake gyllenhaal got to that because jake gyllenhaal's mysterio got like just said all that in three to four minutes i couldn't digest it i couldn't understand I could understand what his motives were, but I just couldn't digest it. And I just didn't care about it in the end. And that's why when he dies and the whole battle at the end, I didn't really give two shits about because, you know, it, I just, it was just too fast. And that's exposition for you. It will go really well with like Back to the Future and other films that even don't use exposition is really good. But films like this that use exposition, it's a very lazy way of writing and sh- uh, telling your film, but it's most people most people do it and it's just an easy way to do it but yeah yeah uh finally i'm going to finish this now guys thank you for listening i will be back next time with another thought of mine on a film catch ya